Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about bad code. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, do you think that it's good to work with really bad software and on, but on a deadline? Well, I suppose that it depends on how you want to look at it. Uh, if the intent, like, I mean, sure, it's easy for me to say that, no, of course not, why would you want to work with bad code and on a deadline, which adds the time restriction to the whole thing, which, of course, gives you further incentive to make things worse, but the thing that I really don't like all that much is that that would be the obvious thing to say, and the narrow perspective of honesty quite a lot of software developers, is that there is such a thing as bad code that you sort of just have to deal with, because that is sort of what you're talking about here, bad code and on a deadline, and I kind of go, well all software, regardless of it's good or bad, is usually on a deadline of some sort. It's really rare that you have infinite amounts of time, so what does it matter if you have a deadline? And why are you dealing with bad code? Well, you're most likely dealing with bad code either because you caused the situation, or you are inheriting bad code from somebody else, and nobody's stopping you from making that bad code into good code. This is something that I have I have done so many times. I have not only done it personally, I have led teams where we have turned the company joke project sort of thing that nobody really believes in into the most serious system that they have. And we've done that in short in a shorter amount of time than what it took to build the bad version of the system. Which is supposed to be faster, right? Because you're hacking things together and you're doing like sloppy coding that is, you know, cutting corners and all that good stuff. And I always come back to the same thing. And that is that when a person when software developers bitch and moan about oh we have bad software it's either because they're too damn lazy to do anything about it, or they're incompetent to the point where they don't know how to fix it. And I just a little while back, I was talking to this person who is supposed to be the the main person within like uh, one of the companies I've worked with, who is supposed to know everything. And after a little while of talking to this person, because this person was this gigantic bottleneck uh, for me and my team to get to do a few things where we literally, you know, if we can't get this person to play ball with us, we will actually have to go to management and say, no, sorry, we can't ship this. We're going to have to shut down the project and we're probably going to fail on all of our goals for the, uh, it's actually, a, it's almost like an entire year. <laughs> And so we asked, like, is there any way for us to either help you out? No, no, there's not really anything you can do there because, you know, that's not how we work. Okay, but you're surely dealing with software, right? Yeah, but the software is really complicated. And I, 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 I didn't know what to say. And it was like, 
uh, in my mind, th th this did not. You had to double check. What, what do you mean that it's complicated? Yeah, well, it, historically, it's been very difficult for software developers, the other software developers, to understand how this integration to this other system was working. So we decided to just keep it within uh, this team and you know just to isolate it so that we we deal with the complica complications and everybody else does their th thing. And I kind of go, but it's code, right? You're writing software, right? And like we kind of just left it there, and then I went back to my manager and said, "I think that we need to have a serious discussion with this people, with these people, because it seems like they think that there's some type of magic to what they do." And I go, "The people that I work with." are vastly more qualified as software engineers than these people yet they claim that the thing they're doing is so I mean I even checked their documentation they are literally calling an external API that's all they're doing they make an HTTP call with a few parameters and they have what, what they said like 15 endpoints 15 endpoints shit I eat that for breakfast motherfucker it's nothing like they're, they're literally trying to make it sound like they're doing something with bad code that is so difficult that it cannot possibly be fixed and this is what people do this is what really bad software developers do they may their own incompetence gets projected onto other people so when you talk about bad code and deadlines it's probably not the case that your software is unfixable or that it's bad to work with or anything like that it is that you're either not able to actually solve the problem or you inherited something that you're too lazy to deal with and that's why I teach I train my guys like in uh, these days at the very least when you know well I've been leading software teams for a while now but uh, the team I'm specifically leading right now had this exact problem the last team was not had did not have it uh, but this specific team had massive massive issues with the product that we were working with in terms of quality and so what we focus on is to put in place the necessary support structures and workflows that are that are required to turn really bad code into actually pretty decent code it's never going to be perfect but it's a hell of a lot better and this is the thing that I urge people as software developers if you're going to be a real professional software developer you have to learn how to turn something bad into something good and when you need to cut corners and when you need to write really really good software and if you can't master your craft to the point where you are able to actually be a little bit flexible and still produce good results then you're never going to be in my opinion at the very least a real professional because it's sort of like saying that if I mean imagine a carpenter who is unable to just set up a very basic shed when it's necessary to just get something to store your tools away from the rain but every single time you ask that person to do something as simple as that which is cheap it's cost effective it's just gonna be something that really does the job for the moment that is the thing that is necessary but whenever you ask that person to do that they cannot actually do that without bitching and moaning that they are not allowed to build a skyscraper and this is the problem with some software developers, and it's so frustrating. I had, I actually had a candidate that had this issue the other day, and I actually warned my employers 
that this person had a great personality, had m real skill and so forth, but I also raised my finger and said this person should probably not lead a team because they are not mature enough to be able to work as a pragmatist. They are a pure, th this person is a purebred idealist and will cause a lot of headaches, delays and these sorts of bullshit things as uh, I was talking about earlier. They will actually tell their stakeholders that the problem cannot be solved. Not because it can't be solved, but because they're incompetent to the point where they are not willing or able to see that other people might have the necessary skills to solve the fucking problem. It's just that they can't solve the problem. So what I want you to take away from this is that I think that it's actually depending on, I mean, having bad code, quote, whatever bad code actually means, is not a good thing and everything is always on a deadline so you can make up any excuses you want but in my personal opinion I think that every software developer needs to learn how to turn good, bad code into good code or how to write the uh, shitty as I call shitty code well because you cannot have the mindset that you always have all the things that you need to write a perfect in your opinion for especially for the moment so a system you cannot do that you have to be able to produce a solution that is stable working and maintainable over time even if you have to cut some corners here and there because guys no product that has ever been produced no piece of art or music or anything like that has ever been so perfect that everybody's just happy with it but it's still useful it's still going to do the job it's still going to be something that can you can you can hold up and say hey I built this thing that it's you know that there are a few things and like uh, a few nicks and cracks here and there that we could fix and we should probably do that at some point but overall this is pretty good when you get to that point then my friend then you are a professional software developer because then you are able to write the correct code for the moment and you we can trust you with making good decisions for every given situation rather than having some weird person who only thinks that everything has to be perfect otherwise it's not valuable to anybody have a great day